0: Welcome to All Content No Filler, a podcast where we talk about various aspects of anime, from conventions to subs versus dubs, from voice acting to music, we've got you covered. I'm Char Friedberg. I'm Carmen Cano.
1: And I'm Angie Morales.
0: So today we're going to be talking about how we've gotten into anime and what this show will cover in general. So this is our first episode of this podcast, and I'm very excited to start it with you guys. Yay! I'm so
2: excited. It's been a long time coming. Yep. Like, we've been planning this out since May.
1: Yeah, and it's finally uh, happening. Okay, well, (laughs) I don't know if anyone else wants to start by saying how they really got into it. Well, anime, of course. Right. So.
0: um. Um, I got into anime a bit unconventionally. What ended up happening was there was a time in high school. Well, let me say this. I sort of watched some Hayao Miyazaki movies off and on whenever my family would go to a Fourth of July celebration and there were some Hayao Miyazaki movies on. But I think the first anime that I ever technically watched is Ponyo. And I didn't really get it at the time. Like, it's something about it still feels off to me. But maybe if I watch it now, I might get it. As opposed to when I was watching it in fourth grade. (laughs) But um, I really got into anime when I was watching this video on, like, best anime transformations. And I was looking for something out of the ordinary, like, Yes, you've seen the Magical Girl transformations and the Charge Up and Become Super Saiyan transformations. And then number five on the list was the, ti- the Titan transformations from Attack on Titan. And I'm like, I'm sorry. You injure yourself to become a giant humanoid thing. That's awesome. So I started to like learn a bit more about it and I was watching Attack on Titan The Bridge on YouTube. There are still three versions of Attack on Titan, The Bridge, like three famous ones that are on YouTube. One of them is one episode by Team Four Star. We will get more into Abridge stuff later, I promise. And that that one episode from Team Four Star was hilarious. Another covered all of the first season. It's called A Bridge on Titan, and it's by Stefan Krosek, who now works for Team Four Star. And then the other one was A Slap on Titan. And that is hilarious and very lowbrow humor so i would say that's not safe for work if you do want to watch it in your own time it is definitely a funny one but after i did that i got into attack on titan started watching the second season because i understood what happened in the first season thanks to the abridged attack on titans that i was watching So after the second season was over, I'm like, okay, what do I do now? Started watching One Punch Man, Full Metal Alchemist, Brotherhood, Code Geass, Cowboy Bebop, a whole bunch of other classic anime, and then that got me to where I am today, which is an anime lover, a very proud anime lover, and
2: yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why I just ended it like that. Eh, sometimes, you know, the conversation just kind of flows that way. And it, <laughs> <laughs> like, when you talk about unconventional, I guess I kind of had, like, the stereotypical. Um, one, I started when I was, like, real, real tiny. I think I remember seeing, like, an episode of Digimon when I was, like, in elementary school. And I remember, like, every Saturday, I think it was Kids WB, I remember wanting to watch, like, Digimon, like, when they got through season one, season two, and then I think I stopped somewhere around, like, season four, because I kept missing episodes or whatever. Didn't pick up anime again until my best friend and I were watching (laughs) AMVs on early YouTube. I am an old fart. (laughs) (laughs) So, I remember specifically Inuyasha AMVs, and then I think Full Metal Alchemist, the 2003 version. Mm. And then we started watching um, episodes of Inuyasha on, like, Toonami and Adult Swim when, like, they were at, like, midnight hours. Like, I think it was 11 p.m. midnight is when they started doing their anime run. And that's kind of how I got into it. Like, back in high school, it wasn't, like, one of those things where you could openly talk about unless it was, like, Pokemon or Dragon Ball or... Yeah. I think it was Digimon. Those were like your big three that you could talk about and not be weird, but then like the Naruto kids came out and it, it was like a whole thing. It, it was yeah. fun to actually see the culture kind of mm-hmm. shift and do that kind of thing, yeah, but that we'll is talk something, about that
0: later. Yeah, I was going to say that is something we will bring this up a bit later, but one of the people that we talked to at Otakon 2023, his name was Juan Felipe Sierra. He is the Spanish voice actor for Todoroki, And one of the things I remember him saying in the interview he did with us was when he was in school, it was weird for him to talk about liking anime, but now it's become a bit more natural and he is a big fanboy. So he likes being able to talk about it now.
1: Yeah, just how you guys say it's like (laughs) kind of normal now. I was ashamed of it. I will admit that. Um, Not like, oh my gosh, like. Actually, yeah, just like that, um, yeah. <laughs> I would watch, like, little bits of anime, like you guys mentioned. Like, I didn't realize it was anime back then, but, like, Pokemon and stuff. Like, I would see it, but it really didn't catch my interest until about high school. And I started off with, like, a really, like, serious one. Like, it wasn't really wholesome. It was called Defno, which is really popular oh. today. And I just remember, like, it was so good that I binge-watched it. Like, it was... I think it was like spring break, I was just in my dark room all day watching this show and I'm just like, this is so good, but it's also a cartoon. Like that's how (laughs) I saw it, so I was like, this is not something I could talk to my friends about. And I had this one friend, I still have this friend, his name is Artie, he's great, and he was always really open about his love for anime, and he was like, well, you shouldn't care what other people think about it, and obviously, like, when I got to college, I saw that more people were into it, and it really wasn't, like, a weird thing, and I started caring less of people's opinions, so next thing you know, like, the pandemic happened, and, you know, everyone had just a little bit more free time, so I just started watching, like, more shows, like, oh, I got into Attack on Titan, and that's when I was just, like, wait, wait, where are these big, thi-? like, it was, they were, like, to me, they were so ugly, like, they made me angry looking at them, <laughs> and every time they got killed, I was, like, yes, but then, like, Obviously, like, the season finale was just this past weekend. And if you know, you know. (laughs) It was much more deeper than Titans. Um, But, yeah, like, my love grew so deep that I also wanted to visit Japan and see where, like, this even stemmed from. Um, Or, like, just to see if, like, what I would see, for example, in, like, Sailor Moon, like, for example, how now it's more normal that we wear masks when we're Mm -hmm. sick, but, like, I remember, like, Sailor Mars, she was, like, wearing a mask, and she's, like, sorry, guys, but I'm sick, and I'm just, like, wait, so you wear a mask when you're sick, and it didn't dawn me, like, this is something that's been, like, they would do from a long time ago, like, it's part of their culture, so it, it was just interesting to also see that over there, even though it might also play a part with COVID and everything, but it was just, like, oh, people really do just casually wear masks, like, when they don't feel well, Um, But that's just like one part of my trip. But yeah, that's how. Yeah, I I was going to
0: say that was one part of your trip. What were the parts about traveling to Japan that really stood out to you?
1: Um, Well, I will tell everyone. um, Prepare for that flight. That flight is very very long. Um, How long was it? It was almost fifteen hours. So like. We're, I'm in DC so we went from DC to Canada Toronto was it Toronto or was it Montreal? One of those two places and then from there you go to Narita um, that's where the airports at. even though most people say to spend the extra money to go to Hanada, Haneda because it's right in central Tokyo whereas Narita's like an hour away. so like depending on what time you land um, you might have trouble getting transportation. So, like, you can always call a taxi, but taxis are really expensive in Japan because they don't really have Uber like we do. So, you have the Uber app, and you place an order to get an Uber, but it's still a taxi at the end of the day, and they go by taxi rates. And they can really pile up because there's no other form of transportation. Um, But besides that, like, once I got there, I perfectly got there during the day, so it wasn't like I was struggling. Um, the first thing I wanted was food. Like I was just <laughs> like, I'm so hungry because this flight was so long. I got lucky that my flight there, I didn't have a person in the middle. Like me and the guy were like, Oh, this is awesome. And he was like, Hey, I'm sorry <laughs> if I pass out because I just drank a ton of melatonin so he oh. could go to sleep. And like an hour into the conversation I was talking and I just see him. And I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, he did mention this to me, right? <laughs> but I, I personally can't sleep on flights. Like, uh-uh. I, I just can't sleep. Like some people. And then we had like this couple in front of us. They kept walking around the plane. Like the flight attendants kept having to tell them, like, hey, like, can you sit down? Because there are points where you can't get up because of turbulence. Mm. Um, but they were just like stretching and like kind of waltzing oh. around. Like if it was like a house, it's kind of funny. but anyways like like once I got there I would say I was overwhelmed because I didn't know like I've never been there so I was like okay and I went by myself that's another thing I didn't go with another person so like it was all on me so I was like all right I did my research but I don't think I did just enough research because where exactly am I at in this airport and then, but everyone's also really nice over there and they're, they're helpful. Like, a lot of people did know English and even so I had the Google app. So I was just letting people kind of like, sumimasen. Like, I knew like, <laughs> excuse me to, you know, anime because there's certain words that you just hear a lot and you're like naturally like, sumimasen or gomenasai or ohayo gozaima. Like, I just learned yeah. like very basic terms to kind of get me through um but everyone was really nice and then I got on the skyline train I don't even know what it was but it was like an hour-long ride and I thought I was staying in Shinjuku but I was staying in a different place that was farther off and it was raining so I had to walk like 12 minutes with my bags finally get to my Airbnb and I like pass out but it was just it was just it was just an experience it was very humbling I will say that right now. Uh, oh, it was very humbling. But I, but I I would do it again. I actually plan on doing it again in, like, a year or so. Just got to save up the money because it is a little expensive. Well, the flight is, but everything else there is not expensive at all. Like, yeah. the food. Yeah. So did, like, watching
2: anime uh, specifically... Because we talked about, before the podcast, you watching, like, Submore. Did that, like, help you? Did you know, like,
1: Japanese yeah. going into it? Um, I was doing Duolingo. And it did help with a lot of, like, I, like, learned the basics of numbers or fruit or just, like, random terms. Like, not random terms, but specific terms. Like, toilet wa, dokodeska, like... Where is the bathroom? And, like, even though I'm probably not saying it fluently, like, they knew what I was saying. Mm -hmm. Like, they at least were like, okay, she's making an attempt. And they get very, very excited because they feel more comfortable. Well, you know what would happen a lot of times, especially the day that I wore um, a kimono? People thought I was Japanese. So, like, (laughs) I would start off, like, with the sumimasen, like, to say, hey, so I could get help with something. And then they would just Full on talk to me in Japanese. I was like, hold on, I think, we, I, think, I think we're a little. I think we're. I think you're confused here. I would be like English, English, and they're like, oh, oh, okay. And then like we would both have to pull out. I don't know. They had like these little buttons that they would speak into, oh. and then it would translate it and then say it like you would say it back. And I would usually just type it in Google Translate and just let them know like I'm like. The train station, for example, I don't really get on trains, so I didn't know that you have to put a ticket to exit the train station. So I was telling the worker, I was like, I'm just trying to get out of here. And he was (laughs) trying to explain to me so bad, insert your ticket. And I was like, no, 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 I'm not trying to put my ticket into anything because I'm thinking, like, I need this ticket for something else. Yeah. And I think he got so frustrated like, frustrated with me. He just let me through. So it messed up my perception of everything else. Like, after that, I thought that I could oh, just walk no. out and tell the workers, hey, um, I just need to get out. And they're like, no, you have to put that ticket in there. And I was just like, and then someone, like, another tourist was like, yeah, you actually exit by putting your ticket because it makes sure, it's making sure that you paid the proper amount to get to the destination. Because if not, you do have to pay the ticket difference. And that's another thing. Well, I don't, I don't think you can get it now for the same price, but I would totally get a JR pass going there. Because it's convenient, because you just tap, 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 and everything kind of prepaid for versus me that I didn't have a JR pass. I had to constantly charge my card. And even at that, Mm -hmm. um, they don't accept credit cards or anything like that. So you have to pay everything in cash. And like, you're kind of like I was limited on cash, so I was getting stressed out. Especially if you're in a rush or you're trying to catch yeah. that last train, it's mm-hmm. really inconvenient. I had to take a taxi at one point. Cause that's I like did. the exact
2: I... opposite of how things are here, where like a lot of places are doing like cashless stuff now.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're trying to become more cashless, but I feel like that's more in like city-based places like Tokyo, versus like when I went to Hiroshima and there's like a chain restaurant called Ichiran. And they have one, like, they have some everywhere in Japan. But in Tokyo, you could pay with a credit card or Apple Pay. But when I went there, they were, like, cash only. Mm. And it was just like, oh, thank God I had cash. But, like, if you come from Tokyo to Hiroshima, you're going to be like, oh, okay, like, I'm good to go. But you need to remember that they're just now becoming a society that accepts more cashless payments. Mm. Whereas before, like, you can't even use a credit card, like. And I would say exchange your money at the airport, too. Mm. They have the best rate. <laughs> <laughs> I'd believe it. Yeah. We, no, actually, I thought it was going to be opposite because the airport, that's where everyone would kind of go naturally oh, yeah. to get it changed. Yeah. But I learned that because when I was going to other places, I was like, why is the exchange rate so <laughs> low? Um, but you're in Japan, and who knows? I was like, when When am I going to come back? Like, I don't know that. So yeah. I didn't really care. Money wasn't really an object until I paid for that. $275 steak. Oh my god, I still can't oh. get over. At
2: some point w- when we talk about like food and stuff, you you got to tell that story.
1: That that's wild that you paid that much and for a steak. And I will show the picture. Gladly that the lady made me take cuz I had no idea that she was asking that cuz she was like this girl just paid for a $270 steak <laughs> without her knowledge. But
2: yeah. But yeah. Oh my god. That sounds like so much fun. One day one day I'll get out there or like live vicariously through all your pictures.
0: But <laughs> <laughs> I think for now that's going to be what we're doing. Just living vicariously through your stories and through all of the pictures and all the videos that you guys will also be seeing from the trip.
2: Yeah. Cause we've got a few episodes, uh, coming out about that. Uh, what else are we going to talk about? What's, What's the podcast going to be about? <laughs> let, let, let's go into that. What does all content no filler mean? So, all content
0: no filler essentially means there are going to be. So, first off, let me say filler is essentially something that the anime does to try and load out and not necessarily catch up with the manga, but make sure they're more on pace with the manga versus if they had everything ahead of time, they wouldn't have to do that. So a good example of filler is Naruto, because you have all these arcs that are not necessarily relevant to the story, but it's Studio Piero trying to catch up with the manga. And when they've caught up with the manga, they're like, shoot. We have no more story to do, and we can't take however many months off. So what do we do? We come up with this filler arc. So we're going to have none of that in this podcast. Everything (laughs) is going to be focused on something. We're not going to fill it with any bloating or anything that is
2: unnecessary. No fluff. No fluff. So,
0: um, the next episode is Anime Terminology 101, so we're going to define terms that will be used on the show a bit more, so that way, when we dive into more stuff, you guys can understand what we're talking about.
2: Yeah, if you've never watched anime before, that'll be a good introduction to definitely watch, and even if you're, I'd say, a seasoned veteran, because, like, for the longest time and I still get it confused I don't know what shoujo means I know what shonen means I the types of anime I still get confused and I've been watching for at least a little bit
0: yeah then the episode after that is diving a bit more into anime terminology it's talking about the different genres of anime and more defining of terms that will be commonly used on the show
2: That'll that'll be fun too. Um what what are you guys most excited to talk about? Me as an amateur voice actor,
0: I am personally excited to talk about voice act Excuse me, voice acting in general, subs versus dubs. Yes, we're going to get into that age-old debate and we are also going to talk about media that are inspired by anime. So that will include Anime TikTokers like King Chris and Brown Bakugo. Um, It could talk about death battle with some of their anime-inspired battles. Um, we're going to talk about a lot of things on this channel. And another thing that I really hope will happen, fingers crossed, I am manifesting this, <laughs> is... <laughs> Then we will get in contact with some voice actors who are in the industry and ask them a couple of questions about that. We will also be going to conventions and be able to do Q&As there. So if there are any questions that you, the viewers, would want to ask anyone, then please feel free to put it in the comments or just email us, let us know, or contact us.
1: Well, personally, as a foodie myself, and also because I just feel like I can't really talk about my trip in one sitting, that's why even Mm -hmm. just, like, trying to explain how it felt like getting there, I felt like it was more to it, but I feel like I don't want to spend the entirety just talking about that. (laughs) So that's why I also want to, like, and I, I took, like, I took a bunch of pictures and videos and depending on what we talk about like i'll insert little pictures just trying to kind of give you a visual of what i'm talking about like when for example like the food there like you'll see that they're self-serve um restaurants not really self-serve but like you don't actually have to talk to anybody to get your order in Mm -hmm. and you're like how does that even work exactly like i'll I'll show you but like for me like i just really love food and i really like to see like the different type of like there well no, i was gonna say different type of cultures but this is just about <laughs> the but there's a variety of foods that i had never even thought about trying before like i had um fish innards um wasn't the best experience because I went to like a revolving sushi spot and I thought for some reason um it looked good. I was like, oh, this looks good. And that was my very first sushi bite. And I was like, oh, mm. I, well, it wasn't terrible, but it wasn't something I was like looking to eat. But then I had, what did I have that was like trying to think right now, like what I had that I didn't, Ooh. I think it was little baby octopus with quails inside. I never thought I would like it. And they had such a long line for it. And a lot of locals were <laughs> were there. And I was like, all right, maybe I'll give it a shot. And they also had like these little baby beers. that were so cute, but I don't drink beer. So I was like, I'm not going to get it. <laughs> but when I tried it, it was actually really good. But like if I was back home, like I would never like get that on my own. But I'm just like, why not? And that's what I want to talk about, just like different kind of foods. Yeah, speaking and also,
0: of food, you brought some Pocky. So as
1: you can see in front of us, the, um, so in America we have Pocky, and maybe you can find other flavors besides the typical strawberry chocolate or cookies and cream. I was just at Costco, and I saw them on sale there. <laughs> but Japan has exclusive flavors that not everyone can get. And I brought some for us to try. I've already tried them, but Carmen hasn't. Um, Uh, Char can't try it. because Because I have dairy allergies. So unfortunately, a lot of the snacks in Japan are made with dairy. I didn't really think about that beforehand. Um... So, I'm so sorry, Charlotte.
0: That is totally fine. (laughs) I will live vicariously through the descriptions from you guys.
1: But I would say that this, it's a great flavored Pocky, so I don't know if you can mix, if you can imagine what type of taste that is. I've already tasted, like I said, I already had it, I've already tasted it before. But Carmen has not, so I would like to see her initial reaction. I
2: like, I'm 100% in the same boat you are, Angie. I like trying new things. So when you brought this into my office, I'm just like, yes. (laughs) Itadakimasu. It smells like grape. It is grape. It's got like that. (laughs) Oh. Oh, that's weird. Oh, (laughs) that's (laughs) weird. You don't get, like, the grape flavor until you, like, swallow it. It has a really weird aftertaste. But, like, (laughs) it's really good. I know. I, I,
1: let me, let me, let me eat mine, too.
2: It, like, the aftertaste tastes like grape, but when you're eating it, it, like, tastes like a berry. Like, it's weird. I don't, I don't know how to describe it. Like, the biscuit's definitely a lot better than the stuff you get, like, here in America and I don't know if that's like just because of the retailer but oh
1: I'm being messy
2: when (laughs) I first
1: tried it it kind of reminded me of like grape soda Mm. maybe that's what it is like imagine putting grape soda over a piece of like biscuit
2: Mm. and it kind
1: of getting soaked up that's personally how I feel like it tastes which had my brain confused because I thought I was going to have more of a milky vanilla Mm. taste Yeah. And that's not what I got at all, so my brain was a little confused. I thought it was going to taste like grape juice.
2: You know, like it has that strong, like, grape flavor. But this is really mild. I actually really like it. Thank you. I was going to say, you kind of finished it already. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not going to lie. You put something in front of me, and, like, if it's, like, in my hands, I'll be like, oh, hey, yeah. I'll just casually
1: go at it, like... Mindless eating. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah, because um, one thing I will tell you, that the fruit over there is much more different than American fruit. It is better, and it is more expensive.
2: That's mm. uh, probably for a good reason. <laughs>
1: is it, like, bigger than what yeah. we usually get here? Um. Well, I only actually got to taste the strawberries, which are so freaking good because one you don't have to worry about little ants or bugs being in them because they're already oh, naturally yeah. clean you know how we have to kind of do the most here to clean them but over there like I was telling you guys earlier before we got on the podcast that Japan is very big on making sure that everything that they're producing and giving out to the public is a hundred percent like inspected clean nothing that will get anyone sick so you I can say this especially having having been there for over three weeks, for almost three weeks, that, like, you can eat anything there with confidence. Even if it's strange to you, like, that's kind of weird. Just know that they made sure it was clean and sanitary to the best of, your like, it, their extent. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, the strawberries are just very good. They taste like candy. Like, that's how I would describe it. It's like a candied grape. And wow. then I also had the, I know it's a Chinese. It, it came from Japan. China, like the hardened strawberries, like the one that they dip in hard um sugar. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That make a crunch. Mm-hmm. Oh, I had the grapes too. I lied. I had the <laughs> grapes. <too. laughs> but they were just so juicy and flavorful. I don't know how to describe it, but it wasn't like I feel like grapes here are kind of sour or they're like, yeah. like or they don't really have a taste. They were just perfectly sour and sweet. And the strawberries were just I don't know. They were great. Like, and when it's not even strawberries. It wasn't even strawberry season over there. So literally, I was just like, I can't imagine like a fresh, fresh strawberry like during their strawberry season. Oh, that would be so good. Because if that's already good, then I can't imagine. Like, I I want to go to Japan in different um, seasons. I already went. What I would say, summer. Which I would say don't go. Like, if you can kind of avoid summer, don't do it. I just wanted to make my birthday (laughs) trip special. And I was like, all right, I'm going to go for my birthday. But it's still really hot in September. Like, I would say it cools down, like, towards October. And I would say go towards fall. I mean, I want to go next time for fall slash winter because I heard that – Like, even though they don't celebrate Christmas over there like we do, Mm -hmm. they do go all out for the holidays. Mm -hmm. Um, As in, you know, how they get like a cake and they celebrate celebrate with Kentucky fried chicken. It's really weird, (laughs) but that's literally how they celebrate um, Christmas in Mm -hmm. Japan. So that's what I'm saying. Like I'm just big into this kind of like, where does this come from, like why? And you're just like Kentucky Fried Chicken. It's not the same. I didn't have it, but off of what I had from their McDonald's, like mm. it's not the same. Like the quality is yeah. just different. And they also have different menu items. Yeah. Did you
2: get the different menu items?
1: I had a shrimp burger, yeah. Oh. So it's like a burger that's crusted and the inside is like shrimp. Mm. Um. And, like, the bun is softer. They put some – I don't even know what the sauce was. I was also um, – it was really late. It was, like, 2 in the morning, and it was the only thing open. <laughs> I mean, you could ah. go to Seven Eleven or Lawson, but I wanted, like, hot fries. Right. Fries everywhere yeah. for McDonald's taste about the same. Yep. So pretty good, though. Yeah, I remember – I mean, for me,
0: as someone with dairy allergies, I always see commercials for McDonald's, and I'm just like, why do the fries have dairy in them? Which is true. And, um, the only food from McDonald's that I thought that really looked good was the One Piece special that they have. Oh, yeah. Like, um, Darnell, if you could find the commercial of the (laughs) latest One Piece, um, McDonald's crossover, it's on YouTube. Like, when I saw some of the stuff on there, I was like, okay, that actually looks
1: Good. I'm, I'm uh I've never actually seen that commercial. That's why I don't know which I'm like wow.
0: Yeah, it's like um it's a chicken fried sandwich, essentially. Mm. And then there is a version of it that's like a rice version instead of a hamburger patty, it's rice cakes.
1: And this is in America?
0: This is in Japan. Oh, and it was only, okay. Oh, no. I was
1: like, we have rice cakes on McDonald's
0: No, it was in Japan for a <laughs> little time. I would go time. to McDonald's
1: so fast. No, me too. Rice cakes are... <laughs> I like them in spicy sauce, but they're just Ooh. so good. But no.
0: Yeah, and I remember they had at the very end, um, they called it chicken tatsuta. So, Luffy sang
1: the jingle, chicken tatsuta Uh, (laughs) I'm surprised he didn't have like a triple burger for Luffy uh, knowing that he loves meat meat, that would make more sense because I'm like chicken? is that really like Luffy? I mean he likes chicken but meat is really his like forte so I'm just like
0: we have our little Luffy doll here
1: (laughs) we took it from Joyce we're sorry if you see (laughs) the podcast just know that we had to do what we had to do Yeah. Yep. for decoration
0: purposes we will return it (laughs)
1: we'll bring some of our
0: own stuff
2: later (sighs) headless momo figurine yeah i'll i'll fix that at some point (laughs) (laughs) some point
0: being
2: i've had that for like two years and
1: haven't fixed it maybe by the next episode she'll have it ready
0: fingers crossed we are hoping to release these episodes monthly
1: yeah and with that, like, I hope that you guys, if you have any ideas or anything you want to talk about or anything that you want us to, like, you know, do more research on, like, we'll do it. And, like, mm-hmm. we'll talk about it. <laughs> like, yep. Mm-hmm. If you want something specific, like, about, if you, at least for me, if you want to <laughs> know something specific about Japan or, like, traveling to Japan or what tips I would give out, like, as a first-time traveler, Especially a solo traveler, like, you can reach out with those specific questions. Other than that, I will be giving out little tips here and there, depending on what we talk about in that episode of the podcast.
0: Yeah, for me, again, since I am an amateur voice actress online, you can check me out. My YouTube handle is Shara Zorrel. That's C-H-A-R-A-Z-O-R-E-L. And I've worked with a lot of cool people in the past. If you have any questions about voice acting or some of the voice actors that I've met, please let me know, and I would be
2: more than happy to talk about that. Yeah, and I think um, with that, I think we're wrapping up our first episode. Uh, Thanks, guys, for coming out, and we hope to see you soon. Jana, Jana.